0: welcome to women rise what makes me qualified to talk about how women rise i'm a woman living breathing experiencing and the mission of this podcast is to empower business women to take inspired action to elevate their lives i'm your host melissa and today we're going to talk about marketing your business in the new year so if you're listening to this right as this episode is being released happy 2020 welcome to the next decade and just because it's officially the new year doesn't mean you are behind if you haven't created your marketing plan yet so what i plan to share with you in this episode is really a four-stage process for planning out marketing for your business that can really be used any time of the year so regardless of when you're listening to this you can definitely implement what you're going to hear today when building out your marketing And so not everyone makes a year long marketing plan. In fact, even most big businesses only make it on a quarterly basis. And for myself, I tend to look at things about three to six months out and because business evolves so much, you really shouldn't be planning out every single thing you're going to be doing for the year at the beginning of the year. It absolutely needs that element of flexibility and being able to adapt each quarter as you learn more about what is working and what's not working. So yes, Definitely create the framework, but when it comes to getting really specific, generally I recommend only looking out three to six months unless your business is really established. So let's get into it. What are really the primary stages when it comes to developing a really thorough marketing plan? And so I'm not going to share with you today how to build I guess the traditional marketing plan, but I'm going to show you a process that I use with clients and that I use with myself to really build out the different stages of developing your plan or campaigns for the month or quarter. So stage one is always reflection. And I'll share with you some things that you should be really looking for when you're reflecting on what went well, what do you want to do in the future when it comes to what marketing you've done for your business. So when I reflect, I always look at the numbers. And the main numbers you really need to look at are not complicated things that you have to calculate. So if you're someone who doesn't love math, don't worry, I'm not going to make you do too much math. (laughs) So really, the first thing that you want to do is make a list. So you could do this in Excel, you could do this in Google Sheets, you could do this even handwritten, but write out all of the different marketing activities that you spent time doing in the last quarter or the last year, right? So that'll be the first column. And this includes everything from the different social media platforms you used to email marketing, to billboards, to networking events, everything you did that could be considered marketing. So once you have that in a column, the next column to it, you want to write down how many clients or how many leads you got out of it out of each activity, right? So let's talk about Facebook groups for a minute. Let's say you had five people reach out to you after being a member of your Facebook group. So you would write a five next to Facebook groups, right? And so get really specific and try to figure out exactly how many leads or how much business you got from each of those activities. Then in a third column, what you would want to have is on average, how many hours per week or what percentage of the week did you spend on that particular activity? Now, of course, this is going to be an estimate unless you are someone who keeps a really specific calendar. I tend to, but I know that's not the case for everyone. So an estimate is great here, but the reason we're doing this, the reason we're looking at what are all the activities I did, how many leads came out of it and how much time I spent on it is because you're trying to get a sense and it doesn't have to be a specific number or an amount, but you're trying to get a sense of, all right, is the time that I'm investing in these marketing activities actually yielding the results that I'm looking for? And if they are yielding results, but not very many, it may have to do with the fact that I only spend one hour per week on this, right? And it's that idea, once you're able to see it all written out, it'll be very easy to start to see what activities are actually driving you recurring business. So once you make these three columns, just take a glance and it'll be easy to see where you spent the most time and what actually got you leads. And then put a star next to all the marketing activities that drove the most business. This is a very visual and quick way to identify what has worked so far. And so the next stage of reflection is to, once you decide, you know, okay, these are the, the activities that, that appear to have driven the most, then to really decide what do you enjoy doing? what do you love doing? What do you hate doing? Right. And so as you're looking at the list of everything that has the star next to it, that drove a lot of business, the next thing you really want to understand is, did you enjoy it? And if the answer is no, right, it might be worth making a little note on the activities that drove business that you didn't love. And then really start to think, can I delegate this? Is this something I can pay someone to help me with? Does it have to be executed by me? And if the answer is yes still, start to figure out what you didn't enjoy about it. Because what I find most often, especially with my business coaching clients, is that the activities that they hated doing were the ones it was their first time trying it. Or it were situations where they had to do a lot of extra work very quickly because it wasn't an actually intentionally planned activity. Right. And so that's the time when you start to see that things are are frustrating is when you don't plan for them and then suddenly you have all this extra work. So really start to think what are the things that maybe you could have enjoyed doing if it was under different circumstances and figure out what is the plan behind how I can change the circumstances so that I can do that marketing activity without being frustrated or annoyed. And so that's kind of the first stage is really this, this piece on reflection and getting a solid understanding of where do your leads actually come from. Stage two is to define your priorities, right? So you have this list of all the things you did, and most likely there are some things on that list that you don't want to continue doing, and that's okay. And if you take away one thing from this podcast episode, it is that you do not have to do everything and you shouldn't. You know, We hear a lot of things about what we should or shouldn't be doing from everyone, from other coaches, from marketers, from influencers, but the reality is you need to know exactly what works for you and what you enjoy doing, what you're naturally good at, what is actually driving business, and then focus your time there. Forget the shoulds, right? So no matter what I tell you here that maybe you should be doing, you should really be doing what you want to be doing, and what is actually working for your unique situation. So back to this idea of defining your priorities. Once you look at the list, everything that you knew really were like the key drivers of business in the past, double down on those. Spend more of your time on that moving forward and be very intentional about how you plan your time and what activities you choose to do moving forward. So really, I never recommend picking more than three things, three big marketing activities to invest time on. And then 2X, 5X, the time that you spend on it, right? So really invest your time and put more effort into those avenues that are consistently driving business. And with that, with defining your priorities, I always say leave a little bit of room for experimentation, right? So I would say roughly... I don't know, at least an hour a week, (laughs) maybe 10% of your week, not 10%. That's probably a little bit bigger than an hour, but you get the idea. A percentage of your time, depending on how well your business is doing, should be left for experimenting, right? Try at least one new marketing activity and decide what are the things that you want to rotate out of that 10% of your time per week or that one hour per week. What could be experimental that you could try? What do you wanna try this year that maybe you've never done before to market your business? And don't forget about in-person opportunities. You know, one thing I've found, especially being formerly a digital marketer for many years is that we forget the power of in-person networking. We forget the power of connecting with people in a way that is not purely online. So I encourage you that you, you leave a little bit of room for whether that's networking or some other way of interacting in person, whether that's you hosting events, attending events, speaking at events, find room in your schedule to try out some in-person networking. So that's really stage two in summary, right? So it's hard to summarize all of the things you should make as your priority, but what I recommend is that you focus no more than on three things and leave room for experimentation. And when it comes to actually managing your time, getting into the nitty gritty of how do you implement all of this, the thing to get really clear on is to assign how much time you're going to spend on certain marketing activities per week. And I always recommend doing this on a weekly basis because it's much easier to get a sense of your calendar rather than saying monthly. And the problem with saying monthly is that often our own marketing, if business is going well, can fall to the wayside. So if you make it a percentage of your week, maybe one day of your week is dedicated to all the things you wanna build for your own marketing, right, and figure out some very concrete way to do it that way that will ensure that you don't forget it. That you don't just have it be an accidental marketing plan which is more often than not what i tend to hear from people who don't have a marketing background so that's really stage two stage three is the planning so now you know what activities you want to invest your time in what will be the campaigns that you decide to run what specific products or services will you launch each month or every two weeks or whatever your launch calendar ends up being. But make sure that you really are clear on what specific services you're going to be pushing at which times or products. And then you can make sure that you are using all of your different marketing avenues, doing all the different marketing activities around that one particular aspect of your business. And the reason we do this, the reason that we do launches and that we focus our energy on talking about one part of our business is because our audience can become oversaturated. They can be tired of hearing us sell, but if you are selling one specific thing for a period of time, that repetition is what gets people to buy, right? And developing the scarcity, the urgency, the things that you need to really get people to act rather than offering all the things all the time. That is a really, really key part of making effective marketing plans. And the other aspect of this in your planning phase is really look at everything you're planning to do and understand, do you need help? Is there a part of this that should not be done by you? And what is your budget for potentially getting help and assistance on your marketing? You know, I will say, even as a business coach myself, if you've listened to the podcast before, you know this, I have hired help in my business, actually for my marketing, even though I have a marketing background. Because the reality is it's not the best investment of my time to be doing all of my own marketing all of the time. And the same likely goes for you, even if it is your zone of genius. That's stage three. So stage four is implementation, right? How do you actually proceed with making all those plans come to life? And whether you have an accountability buddy, whether you have a virtual assistant, an online business manager, or just a consultant or business coach that you work with from time to time, make sure you find a way to ensure that everything that you're planning actually gets implemented, right? And that is often the missing piece is suddenly it becomes less important after we've done this big effort to do all of the reflection, the planning, the prioritization, and then it doesn't get implemented. And the best way to ensure that it does is to have someone that helps keep you accountable, right? Because implementation is not the sexy part. It's not the fun part that everyone looks forward to in most cases. So to really ensure that you follow through with the carefully made plan that you have built is to have someone that you're accountable to that will help you throughout the process. And. The reason we do this is because we don't want to have accidental businesses, (laughs) right? Sure, that's great at the beginning. It's great to have the initial success, the support from our community. But if we want the longevity, if we want the opportunity to scale and to really grow our businesses, this is the difference. It's being intentional about the marketing that we do and investing our time wisely. And that all begins with reflection. So you've never done this before please go back and listen to the beginning of this episode where I talk about reflection and make sure that you're taking the time to really write down, recall as many of the things as you can that you have done to market your business, what drove business, and then how much business you got from it, as well as how much time you actually invested in those activities right and this is just the most important part in my opinion so make sure that you do the reflection and then from there it will influence your priorities it will make it easy to understand what you need to actually make time for within your business so you can stop guessing and start knowing what's really going to drive your business for the long term and like i said at the beginning don't worry if you haven't done this before It's never too late to start and you don't have to do this for the entire year. You can look back a month, a quarter, half a year and begin there because this is an activity that can never hurt you to do more frequently, right? So if you're looking and seeing what's actually working on a quarterly basis versus an annual basis, that's even better. You're getting that feedback, as things change, as your target audience's interests grow and evolve, you're making sure that you're doing the things that will keep them interested. So if again, you are listening to this as it is being aired, happy new year. Welcome to 2020. Make this the best year in business you've ever had. So until next week, you badass ladies Keep moving and shaking and check back next Tuesday at 9 a.m. for another episode of Women Rise.